Sí, está grabando. All right, welcome to No Name Games, episode 14. Woo, 14? No, this is 13. Really? Yeah, this is 13. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> Neither. I guess that's why we're here. <laughs> we're doing a, a new episode. We haven't done an episode in a long time. I think... Uh, four months. Four months is a really long time. We've been itching to do it, but we've just been so busy yeah. with work and shit that uh, we haven't been able, to be able to, been able to sit down and do it. But we're back. And we are back. We want least for, for today. Yeah, at least for the next hour. <laughs> and uh, we really didn't, like, when we were talking about doing the show today, we, we both, I think, agreed that we didn't really want to have a specific topic because there's so many things that have happened in four months. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of things that have changed. Yeah. A lot of things that we predicted that have happened. Like, remember when I said Fortnite's going to be gone in a year and, and people were like, no, I don't think so. And then like literally overnight, Apex, Apex came and, and ate their lunch and like just shit like that that's happened that, you know, that we were talking about. Um, Have you played Apex? No, I haven't. But I watched Chris play it. I haven't played it. Yeah. Um, it's free. Yeah. And um, I've been... Thing is, I'm not big into um, battle royales, mm -hmm. um, but uh, so I kind of hesitate in in terms of uh, downloading it and and all that. Mm -hmm. But the reviews, I hear people talking about the game nonstop, and it's just like the greatest battle royale ever made. Yeah, that's what that's what people are saying. We um, gotta try one. I think we do, but I'm playing Sekiro now, so I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in the pain. I'm stuck in the masochism. So talk, 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 talk a little bit about Sekiro. Well, I mean, uh, shadows die twice. Yeah, shadows die twice. So Sekiro is is you know the the latest game from from software from from software from from. <laughs> um, it's it's uh it kind of plays at least. Um, if you're used to the games that they've made, there are a lot of elements of Bloodborne and Dark Souls that this game has. Like, for example, um, the idea that uh, that you collect some sort of currency from your enemies, yeah. Um, and then when you like check into a checkpoint, um, you upgrade yourself. You basically have choices, like you know, and in Dark Souls, you had to go to like you had to teleport to a location to upgrade yourself, um, or you know do certain things in this game they've made it a lot easier so i guess they heard a lot of feedback from their past games where people you know thought to you know hey i'm out in the world and i don't want to have to travel all the way back to some spot to upgrade myself um and i've got enough points to do it or enough souls to do it or whatever um can i do it just right here on the spot and so second row gives you a chance to do that you, you still have to travel to certain places to yeah. upgrade your your gear Um, your grappling hook, your your arm, basically that you get, which is like just a bone arm, but it's incredible because it allows you to do so many things. It's a, it's a contraption that yeah. you have. Um, but outside of the gameplay, which is which is awesome, but is also really hard. Um, uh, there's a you know there's a lot of stuff going on in the game that is really really fun. The combat is fun. Slicing people with swords is fun. Going back to the, the time that, that we talked so about, <laughs> it sounds terrible, but going back to like Shinobi, or not even Shinobi. Um, well, I played Shinobi on Sega, on Sega Genesis, and I used to love Shinobi. Yeah. But we both love Ninja Gaiden. Oh, yeah, and definitely. you feel like a ninja in this game. <laughs> not like a ninja like Assassin's Creed. I think Assassin's Creed, you probably feel like more of a ninja because mm -hmm. everything is done under the cover of stealth. At least the, done the correct way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this game, you know, if you see two guys, uh, you know, walking down the street, you probably have multiple options on how you want to dispatch them. But if you just want to charge them and whip out your sword and just an annihilate them, you can do that, you know, and it's mm -hmm. and it's uh, it's an option. So, um, well, I, I haven't played Sekiro. Yeah, probably I won't play. It. Uh huh. I don't have the patience for this kind of games but I've watched a lot of people play the game and I've seen a lot of news about the game mm -hmm. um, and what I what I constantly hear is that is the feeling of beating a boss it's 
it's even better than the feeling of being on bus in Dark Souls and Blood. Yeah, like that so I will agree. I will agree to that. Yeah, I mean, getting pummeled by a boss <laughs> in this game is unlike anything I've ever experienced. Yeah. Um, you get annihilated, and I was telling you the other story, the, the story the other day about a mini boss. I was just fighting some idiot with a spear, and I had to fight him twenty times. You know, before. You know, I realized that I probably shouldn't be fighting him. You know, I should move on to another area or ignore him or move around him. Yeah. Um, but no, I wanted to kill this guy and it took forever. Um, but which, by the way, a lot of people have said that maybe Sekiro should have an easy mode because of that. Yeah, I disagree. But I disagree because you're fucking with Miyazaki's vision, right? His vision yeah. is this is the game. This it's going to be hard. And I'll tell you what. The 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 fucked up feeling that you get from getting defeated by a boss doesn't even compare to how happy you are when you beat him. When you beat him. When you beat him, <laughs> it, it's like you just conquered the universe again. <laughs> and like, and and I've told you that my my wife has has asked me, you know, on a, on several occasions, why are you playing this game if it makes you so upset? Yeah. But then when she sees that I beat the boss and I'm running around the house, literally running around the house, jumping over the house, fuck yeah! She's like, okay, I get it I now. Get it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. It's like that. The other thing that I've heard, and maybe I, I, I want to see if you agree with this. The other thing that I've heard online and, and with friends of mm-hmm. mine that have played that or are playing the game is that it's harder than the Souls games, mm-hmm. but it's more forgiving. I think it's more forgiving in 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 a couple of different ways. I, I would agree with that. I feel like the game is more accessible than Souls. Souls, also because of the genre, is a very niche type game. And you could argue that maybe the maybe that this game is a niche game because it's like a samurai game, but it's not really like as soon as you pick it up. You don't need to be a master of any other type of game before. You just pick this game up and start playing it and learn how to play it because the the techniques are very simple at first. Yeah. So and I feel like anybody can pick it up. Whereas Dark Souls is complicated. Like when you when you launch Dark Souls 3 as an example, you've never played any of the other two, you're already like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then and then on top of that, you're like, oh, I have to create a knight, a wizard, a you know healer, and give them and assign points, and it's complicated. Yeah, Sekiro just throws you in. You just start. The story starts. You're there. Boom. You start. You go. You're like, here you go. There you go. That's it. Well, I actually feel like that with Dark Souls One. With One, it's more like that. Yeah. Yeah. With Dark Souls One, that which I have on the Switch, and I play it. You know, very sporadically. <laughs> I saw you play a lot of it actually at the the first few levels. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. Um, yeah, I just feel like the game just throws you there and there you go. Yeah. Just start moving. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because I landed on a definition of Dark Souls mm-hmm. as a genre. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, uh, From Software has created a, a genre of games. Yeah. Which is Our, the Souls-like the Souls genre. Game. Yeah. Um, but in my deconstruction of the games, mm-hmm. I found a very interesting thing that maybe you can share with me mm-hmm. in opinion, is that I think Dark Souls are a Metroidvanias games in 3D. Like which one? Metroid, Like a Metroidvania game. Oh, like Metroidvania. Okay. In 3D? In 3D. Because if you think about it, and I'm going to say, so it's kind of the, I don't want to say hack and slash, but if, if you, I mean, what, what, what a Metroidvania is, is a game that's like Metroid yes. and, and Castlevania. So in terms of attack and, and, and combat, you could say it's a way more advanced way of combat, like a, a Castlevania game. Mm-hmm. Um, only with it's with it's not a whip it's a sword mm-hmm. and then the world the interconnectedness of the world mm-hmm. is very much like a Metroid game true the only thing is that here it's in 3D yeah so you know what game made me land there Hollow Knight yeah you've been playing a lot of Hollow Knight too yeah 
So Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania game. It is. It is, yes. But the entire game design is like a Souls game. The mechanics and everything. Didn't you pick up Hollow Knight after bouncing out of E3 last year? Right before going right before E3. Going to E3. Yeah. And I remember in line I was playing. You were playing. Yeah, and I remember you talking to me about like the long line and what you were doing. Isn't E3 coming up again? Yeah, it's coming, but I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I checked that box already. Yeah. And, and, and this year E3 is weird. Um, I think um, EA is not going to be. Okay. At E3, which I don't care about EA. Well, yeah. I mean. um, but Sony is not. It's not. It's not going to the E3, and Nintendo is not going to the E3 this year. Really? I believe I. Is that right? I'm pretty sure about Nintendo. I'm pretty sure about Sony. I'm not 100 percent about Nintendo, but I think Nintendo said it's not going. Okay. So what they've been doing is doing uh, more mar- online marketing instead of the conferences and and all that yeah um but tell me about that you know what i wanted to mention to you though yeah is that you are actually onto something because metroidvania type games okay oh okay would you consider mega man a metroidvania type game why not because mega man mega man is more like castlevania uh, Instead of Metroid, Metroid you can go back and forth. And- well, Mega Man is a it's a ranged attack uh, combat system. That's the first thing. It's different. Yeah. Um, but it's not the kind in terms of world design and, and mechanics. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not similar. It's not the same. It's a very linear kind of. Game. The only thing you have to do is choose a boss, and and go through that world and beat the boss. But then that that world is not like like a Metroid um, kind of. True. Yeah, it's not like, like a Metroid. It's very complicated. Yeah. It's actually I, I want to say open world. Yeah. Um. I just meant that. But then need... it's different areas within those that world that are interconnected. But then you have to accomplish certain things in certain areas in order to get access to the next one. True. So that it's very much what happens in the Souls games. Yeah. You actually open um, um, shortcuts and everything. Yeah. And that's what's happened. That's also a design trait that you find in every Metroid. Well, all Metroid games. I'm talking about Metroid 1, Super Metroid, and all that. So so the, the term Metroidvania is the combination of Metroid and Castlevania. Yeah. What about we coin a new term? Yeah, well, go ahead. Metroid Megavania. <laughs> I don't agree with that. That's what Sekiro is. Oh, that's what Sekiro. That's what Sekiro is, and I'll tell you why. Hmm, why? Because the 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 aspect of Sekiro, similar to Metroid, is the one you discussed where it's an it's an open world. You can kind of go, you know, mostly anywhere within your, you know, within the confines of the realm that you're in, and. You open shortcuts, you find little Easter eggs, you know, you're doing things to move along your progression of the game. And I think Metroid is like that. It's Castlevania-esque because, well, well, there are a number of different reasons why it could be Castlevania-esque. But it is kind of like a horror genre, mm-hmm. you know. So so there are demons, you know, there's, there's vampires, there's werewolves. And so you kind of get that vibe, the same vibe that you got when you're playing Castlevania. You know, there's evil things and you're vanquishing the evil, right? Mm-hmm. But then... The part about Sekiro that is like Mega Man is that Mega Man has bosses, right? In Mega Man, you fight bosses. Yeah. And the bosses could be really, really fucking hard, or they could be really fucking easy. Well, it depends on your weapons. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you know the order to fight the bosses, you can pick the boss that was going to give you the armament to go fight the next boss. But, you well, need Bubble Boss to fight the 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 plant boss in Mega Man in Mega Man 2, right? Because the bubbles kind of take a, a an unnatural arc, yeah. right? And he kills everything that you shoot straight at him. Sekiro works exactly the same way. But once how, you get to a boss, how? because you in Sekiro you only have one weapon, which mm-hmm. is your you you your have katana. no, you have a weapon but you also have your grappling hook. Oh, okay. And your grappling hook gets so upgraded. Skills. Yeah, your grappling hook gets upgraded, and then also there are nuances that each boss has um, 
that you can use against them. So you have to, it, it's it's Mega Man like in that sense that you have to um, that you have to use the right tool for each boss. You know, so that's actually part of one of the most important parts of figuring out how to beat the bosses. It's not just banging your head against them. It's yeah. Am I using the right yeah. tool? Like so, you right now, my bo- I'm fighting smart. this massive ape. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a giant oh, ape. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, it's so, yeah. I remember. I've seen that. I, I was actually talking to my friends who are playing. Yeah. And I was telling them like like I saw someone on Twitch yeah. play uh, fight that boss. Yeah. And I was I, I think it's insane. It's so freaking fast. Yeah. And he, he's called the Guardian Ape. The Guardian Ape. Yeah, the Guardian Ape. And so there are different ways to beat him. So I've, I've only started to learn of things that freak him out, like firecrackers and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Freak, freak out the ape. So, you know. I really like that. Uh, I love that. the Souls Born Sekiro games. Yeah. Is that. You know, it's like old school gaming. I mean, you yeah. you got to figure out how to kill the boss. What's yes. the trick? What is that? I, re- I remember a lot in, in, in Ninja Gaiden games. Like, you got to... Each boss has a weakness. Mm-hmm. And each boss has, like, this little trick that if you figure it out, it's, it's not as hard. Mm-hmm. And I see online people who play um, Souls games, and I see them just like like going through the boss like nothing. Yeah, it's like because they know this yeah. little trick. Yeah, that makes it very easy. Yeah. So well, and in Dark Souls three, like that, there's there's a perfect example. There's this massive boss. Um, he's like a giant. He takes up the whole fucking room. <laughs> he's just huge. He's just you know how the Souls bosses are, and. Yeah. You could spend hours trying to figure out how to kill this boss, or you could just read about it and figure out that he's got a weapon in the room that if you equip it, um, and then you just use it near him, it creates like this stunning field and it stuns him and then you can kill him. And it's like, that shit is the easiest shit in the world once you figure out how to do it. But then you, you know, it, that's part of the game. It doesn't, the game doesn't tell you do this. No, you gotta figure it out. You gotta figure it out. You gotta put points together. And this monkey, Uh by the way, so I, I've, I've killed him in the first phase. And when you kill him in the first phase, like whatever you do the, you do the, like the execution, you know, Uh and you Uh kill him and you chop off his head. Uh Okay. And I'm I've like, seen you seen it? Yeah. Do you see what happens after? No. I've seen a picture of, of Sekiro holding the... the oh, I don't know if the character is called Sekiro, but... Yeah. It's uh, the guy, the main character holding the head. Yeah. Um, you chop off his head, but then but then he becomes this huge headless sword-wielding fucking monster. <laughs> you know? So it's like, the game's it's like, so screw you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, like, but it's awesome. Like fuck that. you because yeah. you exist. Yeah, fuck you because you exist and you're playing. You're trying to play me. You know. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean good. that's kind of that's kind of like how it is. The other the other thing um, that I think makes sense for the term. What was it again? Um, Souls Mega Metro Met. No, it was uh, no no. It was Metro Mega Metroid Megavania <laughs> in three D. <3D. laughs> What's so good? Yeah, what makes it a Metroid Megavania game in 3D is that um, it's addictive. Yeah. Like when you play it, it's addictive. And those games to me were very addictive. Castlevania was very addictive. Mega Man was addictive um, because you want it, especially if you're competitive. If you want to beat it, you'll figure out a way to beat it. You'll you'll grind it out until you beat it. Yeah. You know, and so from that perspective, I think, and it was also rewarding. I think from the fact that. You know, when you beat a boss in Mega Man, you feel pretty good. They explode. Doo, 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 doo. You know, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. man, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. I, I you play Mega Man 11? Well, the one that you lent me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I only had it for like a week and I think I played it for. I, and by the way, I'm very happy that I gave that back to you, right? Yeah. Okay, thank God, because my Switch got no, stolen. I, I can give it back to you. That's the other reason we didn't record. Nobody knows that. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows about your story. About yeah. my story. Go ahead. It's all yours. Yeah, so my Switch got stolen. They <laughs> broke into my car. They stole my Switch. 
Um, Why? How did they break into your car? I left my door unlocked. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I left my door unlocked. It was, Please don't do this at home. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, public sit service announcement. Don't leave your doors unlocked in Miami. <laughs> uh, even in front of your own house. Because there's people walking around in the middle of the night uh, just checking doors. And um, this was Super Bowl Sunday. So I had people at my house and neighbors had people at their houses and there were cars everywhere. And I had moved my car so that my father-in-law could park in my spot. And then I moved it back and I totally forgot to lock my door because I was saying goodbye to people. And the next morning I walk out to my car and my bag is gone and my switch was in my bag. So I was so upset and... Um, you didn't even come to work. I didn't come to work. Well, I had to wait for the police. Yeah. They did fingerprints. They did this whole police report. And I spent the whole day basically... No, um, they never found George. So, yeah. So, <laughs> George is partly responsible. I don't know if he's the person that stole my switch, but he's involved in the, in the robbery. Because um, what happened was I got a new switch, right? Because I need a new switch. I can't live without my switch of course so i got my switch i loaded it up i put in my username and password and voila i opened the profile and everything has been changed my icon has been changed i used to have link and it was changed to like mario or something and uh in the name it said george george now i i, I just j-o-r-g-e i just um by listening to the story, I'm just thinking, don't you have to insert the password to change everything? No. You don't? No. That's weird. I mean, you don't... Have every time you go into the store, mm -hmm. you have to input the password. You do, yes. For that, yes. But just to view your profile, you don't have to. And change the information? Um, just to change the name, you don't have to. Yeah. And just to change the icon, you don't have to. Nintendo, if you're listening, yeah, and then, I mean, until, you should be, you should put a little bit more security on your. I don't blame Nintendo. I blame the bastards out there that are stealing <laughs> shit. But I called Nintendo and I'm like, give me this person's name, you know, and give me this stuff. We can't. And they said, no, we can't do that because we don't want you showing up to their house and you know doing something. Um, so to make a long story short, killed someone. Yeah, Manny murders <laughs> this guy for stealing his Nintendo Switch. But no, I, I, you know, I was upset for some time, but um, I'm over it now. Um, I have a new Switch. Uh, I have, you know, all my shit was saved. So my, you know, my Breath of the Wild, luckily, was an online, uh, you know, all my files were saved online. All my progress has been saved online. So did you, you know, lose your physical copies? I did lose my physical copies because they took, you know, I had, they had the whole case. Well, when you when you when you buy a physical copy, do you get the digital copy as well? I don't like think so. PlayStation. No, so I don't you, think so. No, it was just a physical copy. Okay. Um, of Breath of the Wild and of Super Mario Odyssey. Um, but I had bought Mario Kart digitally. I had mm -hmm. bought Dark Souls digitally. Um, so Diablo I had those, too. and I had Diablo digitally. So. You know, at least when I got my Switch back, I could I could fuck around and play with those. That's cool. Yeah. But I still want to get back to Breath of the Wild because that game just calls me. It's a, such a great game. Yeah. It's like, I'm still here, Link. You know what? Save um, me. What um, is the music and sounds? Mm -hmm. When I see someone online, when I see a video and they use something of Breath of the Wild mm -hmm. and I hear the sounds or the music... Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh shit! I gotta play this game again. And yeah. I just grab, I get my switch and yep. start playing. It's like falling in love again. It's so good. Yeah. Now I I do have news, but are not that bad. No, it's, but that, it wasn't all bad. But yeah. part of the reasons why we haven't been doing content, and actually my in my channel, of course, plays. I haven't been posting for several weeks now. It's because I moved. That's right. So we got new digs. I didn't. I didn't lose anything, <laughs> and anything. Uh, nothing got stolen. But yeah, I moved from Coral Gables to Midtown. Nice. So now it's a new crib, and uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons. Now my game room, it's way better. You gotta go. Cool. It's it. It feels way better than before. But before it was a little bit um, too. It's it's weird because it, it's not weird, but it was a small, a bigger room, 
But the way it was set up, everything was um, not the most, most optimal way. Optimal way. But now it feels way bigger, and it's actually a smaller room. So you gotta cool. go. And we gotta play. Yeah. What uh? What uh, What did you do? Like, did you set stuff up? Like, did you? Well, before you had a lot of stuff. I had a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I had a sofa. I had the uh, uh, furniture with a TV mm-hmm. for the place uh, PS4 Pro. And then I had a desk, mm-hmm. which then turned into two desks. Um, I remember those desks. Um, because I had the Mac where I create the content and edit content and make music. And then the other desk that has the gaming PC. So what I did in this room is put the two desks right next to each other. Okay. On one wall. And on top of those two desks on the wall, I mounted the TV. Oh, okay. So I made more space. Gotcha. And all the screens are in the one side. Yeah. And then the drum set it's on on a, I mean it's way the distribution is way better. It's cool. Cool. So well that's really good. I see that Geekster just went live. Oh yeah? Yeah, Chris just went live on Twitch. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so hey, we gotta reach out to him because he yeah. said he wanted to do another podcast. Yeah. So um Yeah. So Other than that, what I'm playing now. Yeah, what are you, you were going to say? No, I was just going to ask you, what are you playing and like, what are you, what what takes up most of your time nowadays? Other well, than right now, craziness here um, uh, it's going to be surprising. <laughs> well, I don't know. But I'm in a weird phase because I've, um, first of all, um, I, I moved and, um, you know, that always uh is um, has unexpected spends mm-hmm. in terms of money and all that, and emotions, so, and emotions, <laughs> and, and energy and time. Mm-hmm. Um, so lately, I have been um, playing unexpected games. Mm-hmm. Like the one that I'm playing the most is NBA Two K Nineteen. Oh, which is really weird. Have you been playing with Rod with uh, Robert? with Robert? So yeah. here we, as you know, we hired um, a couple of new hires we have in the creative team, and they're both gamers. But one of them is Rob. It's part of my team, and he plays. He likes to play sports games, which I'm. I'm not. I'm not a, a, an avid um, sports game player. Uh, but uh, once he told me, hey, I want to go to uh, GameStop, he doesn't have a car here mm-hmm. in Miami because he comes from Peru. Okay. So He, he comes from Peru every day in the morning? No. <laughs> he moved from Peru. I know what you mean. <laughs> so, so... I thought uh, my commute was bad. He said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. So, uh, so yeah, he, and I'm like, yeah, I'll take you. And we went there and, we, and, and he's like... We were looking for games. He wanted to buy God of War because he mm-hmm. didn't. He hadn't played it. And um, did he get God of War? And he got God of War. Good. And then we say to uh, he saw two K nineteen, and he's like, "Oh," and I'm like, "You know what? I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it, and we'll play." Dude, that game is so amazing. It's good, huh? It's so good. It's incredibly fun. Damn. It's so good. the story mode I've done. Um, part of it, I got signed by the Oklahoma City because the story is spoilers. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Um, the actual story is that you are, you know, you're an up and coming um, player. You don't get drafted in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you start playing in China, and okay. while while you're in China, you're. You're doing like your character. You're doing everything you can to get into the NBA, and then you get different opportunities. There's this team from All Star NBA that goes to China for an exhibit game or whatever, and then you know you start talking to people and blah blah blah. So networking. You, you work towards getting into the NBA, and at the end, uh, you get this opportunity because you played with the NBA All Star and. You know, everybody saw you, and then people in the ABA saw you, and you, oh, you got noticed. Mm-hmm. There's this opportunity uh, because one of your teammates, which is kind of the enemy, you're the bad guy in the game, uh, gets. Um, it's interesting that there's an enemy. 
Yeah. And it's a, a sports game. It's a sports game. You know, game. which I find and it's kind in of your, interesting. in your team. I find that really interesting because so it's there's, your there's enemy. a drama in there. Yeah. It's your enemy because he it's your competition and being the best of the team. Okay, that makes sense. So he got picked um, by a team in the in the U.S., in the NBA. I don't remember which team it is. Anyhow, the thing is that he got picked, and then the L.A. Lakers are going against that team, and this guy is kind of the star. And they call me, also my character, and they, call, they, they give me the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know this guy. You know his moves, his weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Why don't you come up for, the, for this very last game that we have against that team? I don't remember the team. Let's say it's Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, we have this game against Boston. We got to win it. Mm-hmm. Come and play with us this game. So that's when he gets his big break to get into the NBA. Mm-hmm. Blah blah. He gets noticed. We win. Blah, blah. And then you, you start getting offer from teams to to. Get that's into so the cool. NBA. And I signed with uh, Oklahoma City. Why did you sign with the Thunder, not the Miami Heat? Uh, More money. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been a long money game. and the team too. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm sorry, Miami <laughs> is that, that great right now. Yeah, um, it's fine. But, but Oklahoma, I, I re- actually was a very big fan when um, when they had uh, Kevin Durant, um, Westbrook, and the other guy with the beard, James Harden. James Harden. Yeah. When when that was a team and other. Other guys. Yeah, they had a very, they had a really they good had a really good roster there. Did you I see James really Harden last night on the Rockets team? Huh? Did you watch James Harden last night? Uh, no, on the Rockets. I haven't been I haven't been following the NBA for a while now, mm-hmm. uh, which something that I dislike about myself. But but yeah, I should. I, I was a avid fan of the NBA when I was a kid. Yeah, um, there are a lot of Dominicans that love basketball. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to play basketball. You know that in Dominican Republic, there's like that arena that's like a basketball arena in La Capital. It's like a, it's like a big, it's like a gym. It's like a massive gym. Yeah, in El Palacio de los Deportes. Yes. Uh huh. You know that I went there with my uncle one day. He took me to watch a basketball game there. Um, and guess what happened? The lights went out. Oh, <laughs> so surprising! <laughs> Where they're watching the game and like se it's like the second quarter. Se fue la luz. Everyone starts leaving. Ah, se fue la luz. Se acabó el juego. Vamos. Vamos. And everyone left. It was so normal. Yeah. It was like ah, oh, bueno. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, everyone was fine. We're like we'll come back tomorrow. Okay. Um. But I, so the other thing I've been playing because I've been playing several games. Mm-hmm. Now the other games that I've pl- that I've been playing are me going back to games, um, especially this one is uh, Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter World, yeah. So I got that game when it came out to mm-hmm. play with friends and shit. Thing is that the people I was playing with they only play games. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got back to play, like I played today, right? And tomorrow I I will go back and play, and there will be level. I don't know, 80, mm-hmm. and I'm still like four. Okay. Because I just played too much. I got a little bit, you know, bored because uh, I was, an, uh, it's kind of an online game. Um, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to be playing. Th- this guys don't want to play with me because mm-hmm. they're too way ahead. And uh-huh. So I got just like stopped playing and started playing other games. But during this time in which I've been um, trying to not to spend that much money, I said, "Well, I bought this game. Let me give it another shot." Mm-hmm. And I've been playing Monster Hunter World ever since cool. like, for the last um, couple of weeks, and it's so fun. That game is so good. Mm-hmm. It's very complicated. Yeah. It has a very, um, it has a learning curve. Mm-hmm. It's very complex. The RPG elements are very complex. All the weapons. Upgrades the amount of weapons, only the amount of weapons mm-hmm. that you have at your disposal, like to choose from. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's overwhelming. It's blowing. Yeah, and then the, all the other things. If it's it's a very grindy game, uh, but it's fun. It's really fun, mm-hmm. and the mechanics, the battle mechanics, are remind me a lot of uh, the Souls games. Yeah, um, but it's really fun. And the other game that I've been playing that I 
actually picked, uh, started playing um, this week, is Tara Nier Automata again. Oh, that's no <laughs> surprise there. That's like me picking up Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to do this. So the thing I is, let me tell you the story. So, I, I, you know, I have I have the PS4 mm-hmm. um, physical version of, of Nier Automata. And uh, Rob borrowed it. Uh-huh. So he's we're talking about games, and I ask him, "Have you played Nier?" You know me. I yeah. always talk, ask people, yeah. "Have, Have you played, played Nier Automata?" Yeah. Like my goal in life since I played that game is to, to get make people to play. play it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, "No, I haven't played it." I was I started talking to him about the game. He's seemed very interested. And I just brought it for him, and he took it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, he's been playing it. He's like. He's been mind blown. Like, cool. oh my god, I can't believe this and that and this wow. happened and this now. And I'm telling him, oh, this little thing that this character says, this is what it means. And he's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Even when I told him it's a very philosophical game, mm-hmm. existentialist game, even the main character is called To Be. And he's like, because he to thinks be. in Spanish. Yeah. yeah. And he probably, in his mind, since he's from Spain, he thinks Dos Be. Dos Be. <laughs> but then I explain it's to be to be or not to be yeah exactly that so he's much. like oh shit <laughs> so it's been a lot of talking with him about Nier Automata mm-hmm. to the point that the uh, this week I just went to Steam and got it for a PC oh cool um, it's a it's 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 so a you're, buggy so you're starting PC, over basically. unfortunately yeah a PC is not a very good experience unless you download a mod that's called, it's called, I don't know, it's a little software called Far. No, it has mods for different games, apparently, and it has a, a fix for the issues that the port has on PC for Nier Automata. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing that, it's very cool. Uh, it's been like a, a different experience because of, first, visually, it's way better. And second, yeah, I mean, you can't the frame compare. rate, it's so smooth. Yeah, I mean, it's that's your monster rig, so it's going to run it really, really well. It's, it runs really well. So I've been having a lot of fun playing Nier Automata for, I don't know, maybe the sixth time. So you're not <laughs> looking forward to E3. You're not looking forward to going to E3. But, no, this but, is not. But I, I just looked up um, some of the E3 announcements. So it looks like... Um, it's still happening, obviously, June, June 11th through June 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, but EA is going to be there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're going to be there. Why did I hear that EA wasn't going? I don't know. Maybe you heard something more recent, but but they're going to be uh, announcing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, well, there's already a teaser out or something. Like yeah. That. There, there is... Um, they're gonna talk more about Apex Legends and a bunch of other shit. So I well, mean, they better talk about Anthem. They're gonna talk about Anthem <laughs> too, and they're also gonna talk about the Titanfall three. Uh, oh yeah, everybody's very excited about that. Yeah, um, Square Enix is also gonna be there. Um, yeah, they usually Kingdom Hearts three uh, happened in early January. But um, did you play that game? No, I never really got into Kingdom Hearts. I I, I never got into it. Um, Microsoft will obviously be there and I think Microsoft from what I've read they're going to be taking advantage of the fact that Sony isn't going oh yeah so you know <laughs> yeah. they're definitely going to try to be like the you know the biggest well, thing in the show well but uh, there's one thing about that and it's a good segue to talk about this recent news mm-hmm. and is that the specs for the PS5 oh were, came were, out. Were, were, yeah came out yeah and I was having this debate with my friends, and they're like, oh, the PS5 is going to be so fucking cool. And I'm like, hashtag Stadia. Like, <laughs> why would I spend money on another console ever again? Well, you know? because um, I think it's going to take up one more generation for Stadia to be something, or Stadia, whatever, however it's said. Yeah. Um, it's going to, I think. I think the infrastructure for, for cloud gaming is, yeah, for cloud gaming is still. It's 5G. It's still very early. 5G yeah, but 5G, we're, we're, we're talking about 5G rolling out in the next... This year? Three, no, I don't think so. Yeah, there's people that already have 5G. Yeah, but it's not going to be as the 5G that... It's going to be... 
I mean, 4G gave us Uber. 4G gave us like all these technologies that we didn't know we had. I'm excited to see what yeah, 5G over gives time. us. But over time, yeah. So, but but my point is, PlayStation Five won't be out till when? Next Christ- year. You know, Christmas of next year. Yeah, probably. So by then, you think five G is gonna be? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I, and and I, I just know because, well, I just feel like it because I already I already see you know a lot of a lot of news about five G and that's gonna be the difference maker. Well, my phone already says five G. It says it sometimes, right? My phone. It, it, I read about it because I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But what this means is that... Yeah, you're 5G It's ready. a marketing scheme. Yeah. Uh, it says 5GE, my phone. Mm-hmm. It's AT&T. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored, by the way. Not sponsored, <laughs> by the way, but call us. <laughs> uh, but it says 5GE. And what that means is that I am in a zone that's 5G... Ready. It's or 5G going to be yeah, enabled. Yeah, capable. Yeah. Yeah, and that makes sense. In um, the future. Like, it's, it's 5GE because it's 5G evolution. So, right. it's an area that's already apparently ready for the 5G evolution of communication. But that will be it. Whenever When 5G is more ubiquitous, streaming content and streaming games is going to be so easy that... You, you know, think so? It, it, it will be. I mean, look at how easy it was. We both did GeForce Experience and it was pretty damn cool. And that was just using Wi-Fi here and the, yeah. the agency. And our Wi-Fi here is terrible. Yeah. So, anyways, um, Microsoft hmm. is going to announce Project Scarlet, um, which is its next generation console. Probably, yeah. So, we'll see what the hell they say. Um, they are going to talk about the Xbox One S, all digital edition. Um, and they might have demos of HoloLens 2. Um, that's good. They have new footage of Gears 5 and Halo no. Infinite, and they think that they put out a new Forza <coughs> title like they do every year. I don't know who A new Forza title? Yeah, they're always doing Forza. Last year, a new Forza title came out. They're going to do They're that. doing one a year? That's what it looks like. That sucks. I mean, I'm not into car games, but I, I wasn't be. into NBA games. Yeah, I used to be into car games a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to play Project Gotham all the time. It was the first game that ever rewarded me for driving like an asshole. So I was like, <laughs> I like this game. Um, but Dust is going to be there. Of course. Uh, of course. And um, they're going to talk a little bit about... 76. Yeah. Oh which will be God. hilarious. That's going to be... It, that's going to be the Diablo 3 mobile yeah. game of E3. I have a feeling. So, so Todd Howard is the guy? The guy's name, I um, think, Todd Howard? It's going to come out. We have a, a, a very interesting news. The greatest news that Bethesda has had uh, since 76. <laughs> yeah. It is that now 76 is going to be all mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, my God. We're moving um, all the servers to be all mobile. Yeah. By the no way, PC. we're also deciding that Elder Scrolls is going to be all mobile. Yeah. yeah. And more. Yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls 6 online is going to be and Elder Scrolls all, 6 mo- all mobile. <laughs> Don't you guys have phones? <laughs> exactly. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, Bethesda is working on Starfield, which is like this sci-fi thing. So Todd Howard's supposed to talk about that. I don't know what he's going to say. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I remember about that. Yeah. So I don't We know had a teaser say. last year about that. Yes. I think they had. They had a teaser, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sony's not going to be there. Ubisoft will be there on Monday. Um, they're going to be talking There's about Skull and Bones. Uh-huh. No, no, go ahead. They're going to be talking about Skull and Bones. Um, and, uh, you know, that's pretty much going to be <coughs> the game that's going to carry the torch from Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Assassin's Creed 4. Oh, yeah? Yeah, supposedly. Um, hmm. But they don't have a release date. At least I don't see one. Oh, yet. yeah. I remember seeing something about it. Yeah. It, it looks very cool. Uh, but Will they're going to announce this? three new titles. Three new titles? Triple Yeah, there's a lot of uh, rumors about Watch Dog 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's already rumors also about Assassin's Creed being in, for the next um, iteration, being in um, um, Scandinavia. Uh-huh. Or... You that'd know, be so Vikings. cool yeah oh my god that, like imagine a god of war but like exactly. assassin style that'd be really cool i mean i have a love and hate relationship with ubisoft mm-hmm. i really like their games some models of it i don't like mm-hmm. um you know the whole monetization 
Yeah, that that left a lot of people really they do, sore. It really disappointed me. Uh, like Odyssey, I stuck. I I quit. I just quit playing the game because it it has a constant wall, mm-hmm. um, and it's just for trying to make you purchase pay as much as you can a boost. Um, so I, I I don't like that, but fuck, I mean their games are their games are amazing. I really yeah. like them. Their games are amazing, but shit like that fucks with you. Yeah, especially as a gamer and knowing how much money we spend on games already. Like if you hit a wall and you have to pay to get through it, yeah. that turns me off. It's not that you have to, but the game is well obviously designed. Yeah. To make it very tedious, I can spend so, five hours to get around this one thing, or I can just pay. Exactly. So that's what it comes down to. Exactly. You know, and I want to see the next level. And I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah. Um, PC. There's gonna be a PC gaming show, and this is actually gonna be really cool because um, we can stream this, so you can go to Twitch.tv/PCGamer um, on or on Facebook or YouTube. Um, and it's going to be streamed live. So that's Monday, June 10th at 10 a.m. So we'll probably fucking stream it right here. Yeah. And uh, that'll be really cool. Um, with our shitty Wi-Fi. Yeah, with our shitty Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, Nintendo will be. says Nintendo will be at E3. It says Nintendo yeah, will be says at that E3. they have confirmed. Where did I get all this information? Why do I have this information? In my maybe, maybe they weren't going to be on there, and then they decided that with Sony. I don't know, like... I feel like Sony announcing that they're not going. A lot of other companies that maybe weren't as gung ho about it are now like perfect. You yeah. know, we have more space and more room. You know, to talk about our stuff. Um, but it's, it looks like they have a massive booth in the West Hall. So you know more about the, yeah, the layout. It's the same place where yeah. they had the massive the massive booth last year. Right. So in terms of what Nintendo is going to bring to the table, it looks like they're going to talk about. Pokemon Sword and Shield that's due out at the end of this year. Um, Animal Crossing on Nintendo Switch, which was I think was supposed to launch last year, and I, I don't know what happened to it. And then fans of the Legend of Zelda franchise will have the Link's Awakening remake to look oh. forward to. Um, and fans of Mario get to play Mario Maker too. So we're gonna love the whole Link's Awakening remake. Like that's gonna be our that's gonna be the whole the yeah. thing I look forward to the most probably. Well, there's um, a lot of speculation about what's coming for the Switch. Yeah. I don't know if you saw a lot of April Fools uh, videos online mm-hmm. um, um, this year, mm-hmm. but there's still there's still a lot of conversation on Persona Five coming to the Switch. I don't know why. Have you heard? No. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. <clears throat> but yeah, and about that remake. Which it's a segue to another thing that I've played in the last four months. Um, do you think it's going to be a trend of this? A trend is going to happen about you know we've had a trend of remasters, especially after PS4. Yeah. This latest generation came out. Now it's the remake thing, like yeah. Capcom with Resident Evil. Yeah. Which I played. That's. Kind of what I wanted to include in the conversation too. Yeah, I want to talk about Resident Evil too because yeah, yeah. that's a, such a good game though. Oh my such god, I get stressed just thinking about it. <laughs> so, but do you think there's going to be a trend of, of remakes now instead of just remasters? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I mean, I think it should be a little bit of both. Like when do you remember a Link to the Past? Right. <laughs> So when Nintendo actually remade that one for the Nintendo 3DS mm-hmm. and they they didn't just like remake the game or like or like port it to the new thing they they used modern graphics you know to like kind of yeah. like upgrade the game it's kind of the remake right cuz what what you get uh, what you get just to explain to the audience yeah. when you when you talk about a remaster it's just the same game like let's say dark souls yeah for example dark like what souls what they did um, was dark souls remaster was they took the same game and just updated the textures the shadows the lighting the polygons and the actual yeah so but it's exactly the same game it's just kind of retouched if you will okay but the remake is just they take the entire game and build it from scratch oh okay okay but it's the same story is the same it's like remaking a movie okay like george lucas with star wars he did a remaster of the movies 
Okay, okay. You know? Yeah, when I you, guess. When yeah. did the whole digital effects thing. Yeah, so that That's was a remake. remake. But it was the whole, the same movie. Right. If J.J. If Abram now goes ahead and says, you know, the first trilogy, which is six, no, the um, four, four, five, five and six. six. Yeah. He makes it again from scratch. That's a remake. Yeah, yeah. So what happened with uh, Resident Evil was that they kind of took the same game, the same story, same characters, mm -hmm. and the same kind of setup, mm -hmm. the same thing, the same yeah. sort of narrative, and they remade the entire game, um, which is, I gotta say, this is the most stressful game I've ever played sure. in my life. For sure. For sure. It's incredible. More than uh, Dark Souls, more than... Yeah, the, the, the original one was stressful. The remake must be even more so because it's more. It's, it's probably way more crazy. Way cooler and way more visual. I mean, I had to think about it before. <laughs> yeah, before starting the game. Yeah, yeah. You gotta to, be in the zone. I gotta be in the zone. Yeah, you gotta like, psych yourself out. I actually played it straight. I was actually streaming it. Yeah. Um, and um, so you can see a, a lot of jump scares in the streams. Mm -hmm. So, but I was playing the game, and right um, after Mr. X mm -hmm. came out for the first time, I just had to stop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I was getting a level of stress yeah. and anxiety yeah. that I really stopped for, like, for several weeks, like, for mm -hmm. three weeks. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to play the game, mm -hmm. and I took it back, and I finished it, but... And I finished it with a girl. I don't remember her name. You gotta finish it. Uh, there's different stories mm -hmm. for each character. I don't yeah, know there's, if the there's first one is like that. No, it's the same thing. Yeah, you got three characters, and each one has a different story. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, but I finished it with a girl. Okay. And uh, it's the most stressful experience yeah. in gaming that I've had. Yeah. It's and crazy. it is stressful. It is stressful. Um, just when you're walking around the police station, yeah. you just hear the steps of Mr. X. Yeah. Like, doom. I'm like so nervous and anxious. It's yeah. crazy. It's a great game. There was a game that did that to me. It was a, a van, it was a zombie <coughs> game, and I forget which one it was. But if I describe it to you, you might know. It's a game that has this monster called a witch, and she, you can hear her singing. Uh -huh. And the closer you get to her, the louder the singing gets. But uh -huh. her singing is very soft. It sounds like a like a little girl singing. Uh -huh. And but obviously she's like a really disgusting, crazy looking demonic beast. Yeah, yeah it's really <laughs> fucked up. But it did that to me. I'd be like, Dude, I can't handle this stress I or this can't. little thing yeah. singing. Um, but I, I understand what you're saying. But yeah, so I mean, I I think you know, Link's Awakening was an, is a is a Game Boy game, right? It was a Game Boy game. It was a great game at, during its time. Um, a lot of people didn't get to really enjoy that game. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's still an audience for that because people that like Zelda and just want to consume content about Zelda and Link can get to play it and say that they played it. And they get to play it in a really cool Nintendo Switch with all the bells and whistles that maybe they couldn't put into the game before. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But I think there's something to be said about that. Well, but yeah, so I mean, that I think that kind of covers it, it for now. Um, I think that for, uh, you know, for what we've been trying to do over the last four months in terms of gaming is just kind of, you know, play what we play, what we feel is, is fun. Um, you know, I'm still playing Overwatch. I still play Hearthstone. Um, I just don't play that. I don't play it as much because Sekiro has been taking up most of my time, but, <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff that's still going on. And I mean, I, I'll, I'll probably tune into the, the E3 podcast. Maybe we can. Maybe we can even do like a, a podcast stream yeah. for the first time where we kind of go through it and, and, you know, we can give our reactions to certain Maybe we can do it with Geekster. Yeah, we can do it with Geekster, yeah, uh, who like is streaming party, right now. A party. Yeah, uh, a party podcast. podcast. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then maybe one day we can also stream a, um, a Metro Megavania 3D game. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, I forgot. Uh, you know another game I've, I've played. What? It's Far Cry New Dawn. Oh, was that good? <sighs> okay, that side means I liked it, but it's I I understand people don't like it. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really good DLC that was sold as a standalone game. 
That's what I, what I, how I feel about. I it. think that's what Stu told me here. That it's, he it's, it. If 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 it was an, a DLC, it would have been the a lesson on how to do a DLC right. from Ubisoft. Right. But it wasn't. It was sold and marketed as a standalone game, like Fallout seventy six. Well, Fallout seventy six <laughs> is it's half of a DLC, half of a half of a, a third of a half of a DLC. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, it's uh, to me, it's really fun. I'm a fan of the Parker games. Again, I go back to my love hate relationship with Ubisoft, uh, but I really liked it. I enjoyed it. It, it brings a couple of new mechanics um, to the gameplay that uh, that are new and to me are interesting. They're trying to kind of like they did with um, with uh, Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. They're kind of shifting to a more RPG cool. uh, kind of game. So I really like it, but it doesn't bring that much to the table in terms of um, for, for you to consider it like a standalone new game. Yeah. It's the same map. Sure, it's I a portion it. of the map of, uh, of Far Cry 5's map. Yeah. So it's, it's smaller. Um, but hey, it's a Far Cry game. It's fun. Mm-hmm. The dialogues are fun. Mm-hmm. If you like the whole thing of you know uh, being a kind of a shooter slash stealth game, mm-hmm. um, it's fun. Um, cool. Graphics are fine. Performance is good. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's just not worth forty bucks. Yeah, and that's kind of like where the rubber meets the road. Mm-hmm. You know, is it worth? Should I spend forty bucks? Or my recommendation would be to spend nineteen ninety nine more and get Sekiro. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, a that's good, it's yeah. a real game. It's like a real good game. <clears throat> um, I was also playing Red Dead Redemption when we first when we last yeah. talked, but I put you know I put a lot of hours into that game and and you made like two percent of the game. And I and I, <laughs> and I look back and I'm like I'm not even close to done. And you know I still want to finish the game. But, um, you know, I was really, honestly, I got a little depressed after all my shit got stolen and I was like, I don't want to play anything for a while. And then I did get my switch and, you know, I got back into the swing of things. I bought a bunch of other VR shit. You know, I bought, um, I bought, uh, Ace Combat 7. Oh yeah. You know, and that shit is amazing. It's incredible how you feel. You got to come over and play it just so that you can see it, um, and feel it and experience it. But yeah, I mean, so we've been busy. Yeah, we've been busy, um, but hopefully we can pick this back up again and and uh, and keep uh, keep the vibe going. And I think um, you know maybe the next few shows we can uh, bring in some new guests again. Yeah, um, I want to go back to having our combination of gaming and lifestyle content. Yeah, I think that was that was the most fun that we had yeah. while doing it. So um, let's do that, man. Yeah. So stay tuned. Uh, remember to follow us on Instagram and we actually opened a Twitch account. We haven't haven't, broadcast anything. Yeah. I might try to broadcast something tonight. Yeah. Since tonight, since we don't work tomorrow, maybe we can get on there and yeah, just go to some overwatch to Twitch. And, um, I don't remember the, the alias. It's uh, (laughs) a no name, no name game. (laughs) We're so good at this. It's go fucking Google it. Yeah, just and find go us. figure it out. Yeah, we're audience. like from software. Yeah. We should be we're like called from, from podcast. We're, we're from where are you guys from? Nowhere. Yeah, just figure it out. Yeah, just figure it out. Um, we will post it on our Instagram, which is uh, yeah. No Name Games. Um, the No Name Gamers. The No Name Gamers, and then we will probably try to update some portion of our lives in the near future that's your phone yeah and i don't know why the overture from overwatch just started playing randomly we have a ghost here we do have a ghost um but that's okay Funny and why he picked it. overwatch i don't know <laughs> but just to sabe. so follow us on, on social media just look for us the no name gamers and instagram and um go to twitch.tv and just search for no, no name, name games, games. Yeah. you'll find us if you, if you are if you're listening not watching this podcast uh you're gonna recognize the image um and the the branding that we have logo. on our channel yeah our logo so just go ahead and we're gonna start uh, streaming we're gonna start posting more content on instagram and all yeah. that 
Um, and uh, don't forget to also subscribe here on iTunes. We're on iTunes SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. We're also on SoundCloud. You can, you can follow us on SoundCloud too and listen to the podcast. I don't know where you guys are listening to us. I'm just throwing out there all the places you can find us. Yeah. YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, mm-hmm. iTunes. Yeah. Uh, We've done a good job of getting ourselves out there. Um, and now we're just not very good at promoting. We're just not very good at promoting ourselves because we, even the philosophy of no name games is like, we're just two dudes, you know, that like playing games and, you know, we have a passion for this. So, um, we're always, always going to continue talking about that. It's weird because we, we are, um, advertising people. Well, that's what fucks with us. That's what fucks with us because we're like, no, man, we're just no name games. But then it's like at work, we're like. How do I make my clients' media budget the most efficient possible? You know, and like we go to the extreme, yeah. you know, for our clients. But but you know, for, for ourselves, we're like, what are we gonna do next? <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's what makes yeah, it great. I do too. I do too. So if, if you guys are want to have fun with us, just come along for the ride. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you, Manny. All right. Thank you. Take, Take it easy, guys. Peace.